Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. We're back. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. We've not replaced him for the new season. Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome back to the show. It is amazing it to is. be back doing this. Oh, the domestic season is so close. Yeah, we've obviously had the World Cup this summer, so we've not had the kind of football gap that we'd usually have. But nonetheless, it's still great to be back to you week in, week out. Club football. Yeah, absolutely. Love the World Cup. Thought it was one of the best in, well, I was going to say years. Last one was four years ago. (laughs) One of the best in living memory for me. Um, Yeah. But yeah, domestic football, week in, week out. This is what we love to do. This is your bread and butter. Um, So today, it's the Football League opening weekend this weekend. Starts on Friday. Um, next weekend, the Premier League begins, so this show is all about the Football League. Um, we're going to go through the Champ, League 1, League 2. We're going to look at who we think is going to get promoted from each league, relegated, some dark horses, um, some flops, top scorers as well perhaps, and then also individually the teams that we like the look of um, odds-wise for each league. Yeah, can't wait to get started. Tom, kick us off. Right, so Champ. Um, promoted. Now, <laughs> I don't want to get too carried away already, but I'm going to get carried away because if you're a new listener, you won't know that me and Tom are both Nottingham Forest fans, but this is the year, is it not? Uh, it's shaping up to be the best year we've had in a long time. Uh, when you consider two seasons ago, we escaped relegation on the final game of the season. Um mm. This feels worlds away. We got a settled manager of a settled team. We broke our chancellor record once. We've got a player on loan who, if we sign again, is going to break that transfer record again. Yep. Um, young, entertaining team. Uh, chairman, despite all the corruption in Greece, apparently, that's going off. He's been very backgroundish, hasn't he? Yes. Um, for yeah. Forest. So it's a nice change. It, yeah, it looks like. Everything is in place. Yeah. It really does, but I still think we're a few players short. Well, I don't, and I think we're going to get promoted. Um, <laughs> you can back Forest if you think likewise. Uh, odds of 10 to 3, uh, roughly across all the bookmakers. Um, so that's not to win the league, that's promotion, any method, automatic or playoffs. Um, aside from Forest, Tom, who else do you like the look of there's some big Premier League teams that have come down this season yeah there is um, so yeah I think Forest are going to be going to be up there but I, I, I don't think this is going to be the year and I hate to say that however I'm looking at more realistic things uh, I think if you look at the top of the betting favourites are Stoke and I think I think they may be a, a bit short in terms of goals, but I think overall they haven't lost that many players as of yet. Obviously, we've still got time for the chance at a deadline. Uh, Gary Rowett, you know, he's been around a few clubs now, hasn't he? So he really yeah. needs to prove that he is this good young English manager that people think. Six to four, I think, is is a really good price. Any method, yeah. um, they should be bouncing back. Yeah, definitely. If you look at the players, like you said, they've still got, they've kept a lot of the core of the squad, got rid of some of those rotten apples that um, a lot of the players spoke about after they got relegated at the end of last season. But 
Jack Butlin's still there, Joe Allen's still there, Bojan, Afobe, Ron Shawcross, Charlie Adam, James McLean, Tom Ince they've signed, who's very good at championship level. You'd look, you're looking at those players and you think they should have more than enough to get back up at the first attempt. Yeah, for sure. For me, they're the uh, favourites for, for a reason. Um, kind of a, a team that I think is, is relatively decently priced. Uh, they are third favourites. Uh, Middlesbrough, 11-4. I feel like Adama Traore... Um, obviously is a big part of what they do. I can't see him being a championship player for this season. Um, if they keep him, lump on. Um, I think if they lose him, then I still think you know they'll be there or thereabouts. I just like Tony Pulis, Tom. To be honest, like I just think yeah. you know last season was probably you know a bit of an insight for him, and I think this year he's really going to go for it. And I, I think he's got the credentials to get Borough promoted. Yeah, I think there's going to be four or five teams who are probably head and shoulders above the rest this season. Uh, West Brom is yes. another one who I think should be up there. They've obviously got Darren Moore permanently now. The way they ended last season, I think, is going to stand them in really good stead for this season because Darren Moore came in, he had that real feel-good factor towards the end of the season and they went on a big winning streak, um, even got them off bottom of the league. Uh, and they have actually kept quite a lot of players as of recording. So uh, Chadley's still there, for example. Hegazi, James Morrison, Jay Rodriguez, Sam Johnston, Jake Livermore, Matt Phillips. There's a lot of good players there. Granted, I think some will leave, um, especially someone like Chadley surely is going to go. But um, there is still going to be some decent players there that are Premier League quality playing in the champ. Yeah, it's still a little bit of an unknown quantity. However, we I use Leicester as a as an example. The reason they won the league is because how amazing they did in their escape of relegation and they just carried that momentum on. Yeah. Um and that's exactly what West Brom can do, you're right. Um a team that I think is is strangely going under the radar is Swansea. Mm. Swansea there's not been a lot of drama. They've not lost, lost a lot of players again. Um, there's a few, you know, Andre Ayew's left, but he was always going to. Um, they've got Graham Potter, who every club <laughs> seemed to chase at some stage last season. The, the mythical. He's finally, <laughs> the he's man, finally the myth, the, the legend UK. himself, Graham Potter, has arrived on English shores. <laughs> I know. I know. So he's here now. Um, and I think four to one, um, I think is a really interesting price, especially any method. Yeah. I think Swansea, I'd be very surprised if they uh, didn't get in the playoffs. And like I said, when you get relegated, it's all about keeping everyone on side still, you know, minimal drama, going about things in a professional manner. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's one reason, by the way, why I don't think Aston Villa will get promoted. And I want to hear your thoughts on them. On Aston Villa. Wow. Yeah, well, what a pre-season they've had, haven't they? It's been turbulent, to say the least. <laughs> As of now, they've actually managed to keep hold of most of their key players. Um, Jack Grealish is still at the club. I expect he will probably end up going somewhere um, before deadline day. But they've still got some decent players in there, though. They've There's talk they might get Snodgrass back on loan. 
James Chester decides to stay. He turned down Stoke, which is great for Villa. Yeah. I don't think they'll be at the top of the league. I think they'll be in and around the playoffs, to be honest, this season. Um, I think picking Steve Bruce is a sensible, unexpected, but sensible decision because he knows the league. Um, he did well last season for the majority and um, it gives them that continuity. I think rather than going out on a whim and getting someone like Thierry Henry, like the media were touting. Yeah, they were 90 minutes away from the Premier League. Yeah, 90 minutes. They, they need so, more, I think they need more up front um, if they're going to really seriously challenge at the top. Obviously, they had Graben for half the season last season who did well. Now he's at Forest. So, Kodja is very injury prone. Scott Hogan's very injury prone. Ross McCormack is. I don't even know what's going on with his career anymore. It's gone right down the toilet. Um, yeah, <laughs> but they need more at the uh, the sharp end of the pitch, I think, if they want to really compete. Yeah, 100%. Um, for me, the only other team that you could throw in there, as it stands right now, is Derby. Um, obviously, they got Jack Marriott in from uh, Peterborough last season's... Uh, Football League top scorer, uh, which is obviously a big transfer for Frank Lampard. Um, how do you feel about Derby? Um, do you think it's going to be the same old for Derby? Uh, you know, flirting around the playoffs or uh, in the playoffs and out at the uh, out at some stage and not reaching the Premier League. How do you feel about the Rams? Um, it's annoying. That's what it is because I really like Frank Lampard. <laughs> And now I'm going to have to hate him. I think you're right. They'll be in and around the playoffs as per usual. Uh, they've got some good signings so far, I think. Mason Mount on loan from Chelsea. Player of the year at Vitesse last season. Um, he's got plenty of goals in him. Good prospect. Again, Harry Wilson from Liverpool on loan. Good prospect. As you said, Jack Marriott's got definitely got goals at League One level. Um, so if he can make the step up, then he's going to be a threat. Uh, I think it's a bit weird they're trying to offload Vidra, considering he was the league's top scorer last season, and possibly replacing him with Martin Waghorn. That doesn't make Which is too much sense to me. The but... worst bit of transfer <laughs> business. Yeah. My God. That'd that be a weird shocking. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, Waghorn. I think he's just a bang average championship striker, isn't he? Yeah. Am I missing something? Not, not in my book. Um, did all right at Ipswich, but yeah, I would not swap Wagon for Vidra. No way. No, um, never. But there you go. They may do it, but um, yeah. Overall, I think in around the playoffs. I'm intrigued to see how Lampard does. Obviously, it's Derby. I hope they fail, but I'd also, on a personal level, like to see Lampard do well. Yeah, um, and I think. We we touched on the uh, the top of the show. Um, my my kind of teams at the top. So for me, you're going to be looking at Stoke, West Brom, Middlesbrough, Forest, maybe uh, Swansea, Derby, Villa. After that, I think there is a huge gap. After yeah. that, you're looking at Leeds. Who who knows what's going to happen with them. Uh, Brentford, Norwich, Bristol City, Sheffield United and Wednesday, Preston, Wigan. There, there's a big gap. I think you'll see a big fight for promotion between that kind of eight or nine. And I think everyone else will just be nowhere near 
to be honest. And that's harsh on Millwall. That's harsh on Preston. Two teams that overachieved so much last year. Yeah. But I think the league is a lot stronger this time round. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, which, talking about Leeds, brings me on to who I think is probably going to be the biggest flop of the season. Um, I've got Leeds written down for that particular honour. Um I think they've got a good manager in, good reputation, but as we've seen time and time again with this football club, it just doesn't seem to work out for them. Their signings that they've made so far have not been overly impressed by, to be honest. Um, some handy loans, but no one that's making me go, oh yeah, he's good. Like Bamford, for example, they're going to get him for about £11 million, I think. Um, is he a guy who can propel you? get 25 goals, take you to promotion. I'm not so sure that he is. Uh, it's a lot of money no. to spend on him. I think. Yeah, he's a 12-goal yeah. a, a season, man. If Bielsa's there come March, I'll be surprised. Yeah, oh, of course. Um, that's, that's one of the main reasons why there's such short odds at the top. Um, I can see exactly where you're coming from. I went for a different avenue. Um, mine's kind of a longer term um, flop mine's Hull City Yeah. so two years ago Hull were relegated from the Premier League they're now four favourites to be relegated from the Championship yeah. and my, my kind of view is you know parachute payments are still a thing um, that club's got some decent cash it's got a decent fan base it's got a good stadium um, and I fully expect them to be down towards the bottom of the league yeah. Um, because there's just that. absolutely no continuity uh, there's no goals in the team um, there's there's huge problems there uh, and my other one was Bristol City last year I at one stage I was so convinced Bristol City were going to get promoted oh yeah absolutely. so convinced I think everyone was after yeah. the Carabao Cup kind of exploits but Completely fell off. They've thrown money at it again this year. Uh, they've gone out and spent some big money, but I just feel like I just feel like they're they're not winners. I feel like they've 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 got the same problem that Forest have had for years. Talented players, but they don't have the right mentality and they don't have the right you know people in in that dressing room. They just have tidy good players. Um. I'm kind of going to go against you a little bit here. I've got Bristol City down as one of my dark horses, actually. I think they've recruited quite well. Um, I'm really interested to see what Mo Ice is going to come in and do. Um, come in from Cheltenham in League Two. Um, they've got a good track record of bringing in strikers who then go on and do well in the champ. So um, he scored on his debut and got an assist as well in pre-season. So that'll be interesting. I think they'll be top half. I guess it kind yeah. of, they've lost Aidan Flint, who is a big part of what they were, and uh, Bobby Reid, of course, from last season, who was top scorer. So how well yeah. they recover and replace those players is going to play a big impact on how their season pans out. Agreed. Um, my dark horse is Blackburn Rovers. Mm. Um, I think Blackburn, you know, they had a wobbly start, but really, me and you, we were never, ever in doubt. As soon as they won two or three games in a row, yeah. we were never in doubt 
that they um, that they were going to get promoted. Um, they've made one of the best signings of the whole transfer window, and that's signing Bradley Dack up to a new deal. I, I've watched some. Uh, Watch some clips of him through preseason, and yes, I know it's only preseason. He looks one hell of a player. Yeah, um, he, he looks like he's going to play Premier League football eventually for somebody. Yeah, um, so surprise me. really, really, really impressive for him. Um, I think he he looks like someone that can really step up. He's only twenty four as well, and they signed Casey Palmer on loan from Chelsea. Um, which came to me as a bit of a surprise. Um, obviously, he spent time at Huddersfield. When they got promoted, he went to Derby last year. It didn't really happen for him, but I thought he may go to a team with no disrespect to Blackburn with maybe a bit more uh, solidity in, in terms of reputation in the championship. But uh, Tony Mowbray managed to get him down to Ewood Park. And for me, Blackburn have the credentials to have a top half finish and I think that's that would be a great season. Um yeah, I I think they need some more strength in depth up front. Um if they're really gonna challenge at the top. Danny Graham is your main striker, I don't think is gonna cut it anymore at championship level. He's failed numerous times in recent years at the cha- in the championship. Um obviously had a good season last season in League One, but I think they need somebody else a bit better, a bit more proven in recent years at championship level up front. Yeah, I agree. Um, my argument to that would be that Danny Graham is kind of the, the fall guy for uh, Bradley Dack. So Bradley Dack would be nowhere near as productive if he didn't have a workhorse like Graham up front. And sometimes you have to sacrifice your striker your attacking midfielder who is mm. your best player to flourish that's what I would say no, fair, um, enough, fair enough but I don't think they'll struggle I don't think I certainly don't think they'll struggle I think they'll comfortably stay up this season yeah agreed that's yeah that's the uh, that's the minimum expectation for me that they they stay up and they remain pretty comfortable so um, let's have a little look at relegated sides um, I'd uh, I don't know what who you're picking, but I don't think we'll be too far apart on these. Um, Bolton and Rotherham are two that stand out for me. Um, and the third one is a bit of a toss-up. Uh, I, I went for Wigan, but it could easily be someone like Ipswich or QPR or Birmingham. Maybe even Hull again. So, for me, I had, again, yeah, uh, Rotherham, 11-10. to 10. Um, I, I think I, I can't even tell you who they've recruited. Um, they've they just don't seem to have made enough movements, and they they still feel so League One. Yeah. Um, and we know how much uh, that can really affect a team. Um, Bolton again, same as you, stayed up by the skin of their teeth last year, didn't they? Um, and yeah, it's. It's looking like it's going to be another season of struggle. Um, for me, my third one uh, is something that I'm actually really interested in placing money on. Um, Birmingham City. Yes, they had Gary Monk. Yes, mm. he had a great reputation. Today they went into a transfer embargo. 
they survived by five points last season. And we have seen over years and over relegations that if you are poor over a considerable amount of time, it will catch up. Yeah. So you're looking at Sunderland as the best example that I can deliver. Awful. Five, five years or so, I'd say, doing the whole you know, second half of the season run, surviving. Yep. Second half. That is not sustainable, and that is exactly what Birmingham have been doing in the championship. Um, obviously, yeah, um, you know, Gary Rowett got them to a, to a decent place in the league before he was sacked, granted. But on the whole, the club has been rotting from the inside, and I think at 6-1, to one, that is a phenomenal price. Yeah, that is a good price. You're completely right. Um, the squad isn't the strongest as it is. And considering now they can't even recruit anybody, um, it's going to be tough times ahead for Birmingham City, I'm sure. Um, let's have a look at individual games then for this weekend. Obviously, opening weekend is pretty tough. So I haven't actually got too many clear-cut ones that I've that I fancy tipping here, but uh, the most obvious one for me this weekend is West Brom at home to Bolton. They're priced at one to two, so it's not exactly great. The handicap price minus one is eleven to eight, which I do think will come in, considering how we said West Brom have got a a very good squad for this level at the moment. Bolton are on a real low, and they're really struggling as well financially, struggling to bring players in of real championship quality. I think they're going to get possibly comfortably, comprehensively beaten here by a West Brom side that's on a high. Yeah, I think that is the uh, that that's the standout, isn't it? A hundred percent. You know, if you had to put your house on a uh, championship game, you'd probably choose that one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it is reflected in the odds, but you know, we always say. You know, it's short odds for a reason. It's because we think it's going to happen. Exactly. So, yeah, West Brom, again, I had them wrote down as kind of a bit of a sure bet. Um, Reading play Derby County on the opening game of the championship uh, season. Um, so it's at the Medeski, Reading 9-4, to four, draw 11-5. to five. I'm liking Derby at 5-4. to four. Um, I think... There's a decent feeling around uh, Derby County. Uh, Reading are, I think, their fifth favourites for the drop. Um, I don't think there's an incredible feeling around that club at the moment. Um, and for me, I think Derby can go there and they can certainly, uh, certainly leave with three points. Yeah, I think I think they'll win. Um, if I had to pick a team, I'd pick Derby. But I think five to four is a little bit tight. For me, it really is, especially is a, opening it, day. It, yeah, for sure, it is a bit tight. Um, but I just looking at Reading's signings. McNulty from Coventry is obviously an interesting gamble. I yep. like that. David Myler and John O'Shea, especially O'Shea, by far and away, so past it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, Yadam from Barnsley is obviously a good player, and then there's two unknowns. Uh, from yeah. myself, but I just think Derby can go there and they can kind of 
set their stall out, I, I think they can win. Yeah, let's not forget as well, Paul Clement and Gates' his former side. He's probably not going. Yes. Not he's not going to want to lose, obviously. But um, if I had to pick a team, I'd pick Derby. But this won't be being bomb-proof troubled, I can tell you that right away. No, no, no. No, no, no. But I uh, that, I do fancy that. Yeah. Um, I'd like to look at Forest as well. Away at Bristol City, the odds of 9-5 to five are sensational. 9-5. to five. We have absolutely bossed it in pre-season. Bossed it on recruitment. There's such a feel-good factor around this club. Um I know it's only pre-season, but the results have been really promising. Uh, the team's gelling really well. The three Portuguese guys behind the striker have really come in and hit the ground running. Um, you know, we beat Bo- beat Bournemouth last weekend 2-0. I definitely think we can have too much of Bristol City, and I think we're overpriced at 9-5. to Yeah, yeah, I do. I do actually fancy us to win this game. Um We've sold out our allocation, which is obviously a huge boost for for everyone. Um, yeah, if I had to choose, I would go for the away team. Definitely see both teams to score. I think that is something that is going to happen. Forest have recruited very well uh, going forward, for sure. At the back, we've really only added Michael Dawson and Jack Robinson. I think we're a little bit short yeah. there. Um, both teams to score is eight to eleven, so I think the bookies agree with me. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad draw. Yeah, I think uh, eight to eleven, both teams to score is a safer bet for me. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, so Forest win both teams to score, eh? <laughs> uh, it's got legs. Um, so I'm looking at another, you know, very short price. This is four to nine. Uh, it's Brentford at home to Rotherham. Uh, Brentford, obviously always handy, uh, always good for goals, uh, always always seem to entertain. Uh, Rotherham, that, that is a tough place to go for your first game of the season. Um, I think Brentford will have too much for them. 4-9 to nine is a, it is tight, but I do think they'll come away with a victory there. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think they will. They're very tight, very tight, but um, they should win. That's it. Honourable no- men. Go on. Yeah, an honourable mention for Norwich. I, I just touched on Birmingham. I think it was a matter of hours ago. They slipped into their transfer embargo. Um, they've got a home game against Norwich. And, you know, pre-season and things like that, it's not always about the results. It's about how the club conducts itself and togetherness and all that kind of stuff. And I think Birmingham do not have that. Norwich aren't going to do anything this season, but they may win that game. And they're priced at 15 to 8 if you fancy the Canaries away at Birmingham. Okay, um, let's have a little look at League One then, shall we? Very open league. You thought the Championship was open, you have seen absolutely nothing yet. Yeah, right. We may as well start with uh, Sunderland. <sighs> let's talk Sunderland. Sunderland are, in a lot of places, under evens to win promotion. Um, and that is surely going off the size of the club rather than the actual playing squad. What an absolute joke. I've literally wrote here, promote, I've got, got all my notes, League One promoted, Sunderland, Evens, Little Arrow, and it says in capital letters and it's underlined, 
absolute joke, it says. Yeah. And honestly, who has come up with that? Who? Well, people obviously see Sunderland, big club, bet on them. We've seen it time and time again. Big clubs going down to League One really struggle to get up at the first attempt. Leeds, Sheffield United, Forest, um, Leicester, Blackburn luckily did it for them um, straight away last season. But, you know, it's hard. It is really hard. Every club is going to want to go to the Stadium of Light and play Sunderland. That is the highlight of their season. So they're going to raise their game. Every Every single team that goes to the Stadium of Light will raise their game. So it's going to be really tough for Sunderland. Really tough. It is. And, you know, the sprinkle of uh, talent they had has obviously left. Paddy McNair has gone. Um, Joel Azoro, the, the young Swedish striker, has gone. Um, they've lost quite a few players and replaced them with probably the standout name on that list, Jerome Sinclair. On yeah. loan from Watford. Yeah, well, how much football has he had in the last few years? Jeez, Jerome Sinclair. Yeah. Glenn Leuvens. I mean, it's so uninspiring. Jeez, yeah. It's, it's so typical Sunderland. And for me, for them to be evens, it is pathetic. And you must be absolutely bonkers crazy if you bet on that. Yeah, not for me. Absolutely not for me. Um, speaking of promotion, then who do you have you t- for uh, your I like top Barnsley. two? Yeah, I like Barnsley. Yeah, I think Barnsley are always good at this level, aren't they? They're they're in like a weird spot where they they, they really struggle uh, when it comes to um, comes to the championship, but they seem to pull it together and they seem to be a real force at League One level. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately for them, uh, Bradshaw, uh, Tom Bradshaw, um, looks like he's leaving uh, to go to Millwall, which is which is a bit of a kick in the balls. But I think eleven to four, any method, they're always strong at this level. Yeah, they've got big Kiefer Moore in there as well. He's going to get goals, I'm sure, in League One. Yes, he will. Um, other than Barnsley, side them as well. I've wrote down Peterborough. As a possible possible promotion contender here, um, they've got Steve Evans in charge. Knows how to get promoted from this league. Um, they've lost, obviously Jack Marriott, so so it's a big source of goals. At present, they've kept Marcus Madison, which is a big boost to them. And they've got a habit of, you know, they've they they're always there or thereabouts. I feel in League One, Peterborough, in and around the playoffs. Um, and I think if they can replace Marriott's goals, Jason Cummings has come in from Forest, did it in the uh, Scottish Championship, not so much in the English Championship. Can you do it in League One? But possibly. Um, I think they could be could be up there. Yeah, I mean everyone that's everyone that's good that you've just mentioned is going forward. Um, for me, Peterborough are lacking a few players at the other end. Um, I want to ask you a question. Go on. What do you think to the biggest, the team with the biggest odds of any relegated side in the football league to be promoted and bounce back? Burton Albion, Abs- seven to one, seven Abs- to one, mate. worse, better odds 
then Fleetwood, then Oxford, then Peterborough, then Portsmouth, Coventry, just promoted. Absolutely what do you think to that? not a chance for me. Not a chance. They've been the most disastrous club in pre-season that I've seen for a long time. I don't know if you've really followed what Burton have been doing or not, but um, to give you, I've wrote a, a few things down on my notes. So we know pre-season results aren't everything, but um, they've lost to non-league sides, Alfreton, Matlock, Mikelova Sports. Um, they had seven first-team players injured for last weekend's match against Cardiff, and they lost, I think, 5-1. Um, they were going to play a game, and they had, they had to cancel it because they didn't have enough players. Um, Tom Naylor, who was one of their better players last season, turned down a contract at the club, moved to Portsmouth. They offered last season top scorer Lord Dyer a new contract, and then they took it back and rescinded the offer. Um, they've not really got many players in. I don't think they've had a good pre-season or they're in a good state at all. I think they're really going to struggle, actually. Yeah, um, I had them down at 7-1 to one with a bit of a question mark um, as to why they were so far. Um, obviously, you've just answered quite a few of those questions. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think at the court, for me, Burton Albion have always been a team that have been wrote off. Yeah. Always. Always. No one has ever, ever fancied that club for absolutely anything yeah um Nigel Clough's still there he's a decent manager they've still got some solid players I think for me yes it's been awful but I think in a weird way it kind of suits them <laughs> the underdog status you know the lack of lack of expectation I think that's what these players have been uh been kind of built their careers around and yeah the feeling around the club is certainly not good yeah. but I expect them to be in the top half to the top 10 for no, me not, not for me um, if they finish top half I'll be surprised Ooh. okay interesting we've got another Rotherham Different going team. off here haven't we from last yeah, season yeah we have we have <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that's why they're 7-1 <laughs> um, maybe that's why they're 7-1 Looking at the other end of the league then, relegation-wise, four teams obviously going down from League One. Um, surely it's time Walsall got the drop, isn't it? Yeah, they've got to go. And uh, Oz Tumor, pretty much their only player to come out of last season with absolutely any credit whatsoever, has decided that he doesn't want to play for the club anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> when, you, when you're poor... And you lose your best player, that that's not good. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a good sign, is it? It's been season. It's like we we're saying with Sunderland in the Prem, um, Birmingham in the Champ, season after season, just surviving in League One. Um, they always seem to be somewhere between fourteenth and twentieth. I feel every single year. <laughs> every year. I mean, let us know. If you're a Warsaw fan and you're listening, let us know how it is to support Warsaw. Yeah. It must be bloody awful, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it must be shocking. If you do fancy, like us, Warsaw to get relegated, 
you can get them at odds of two to one in most places, so uh, it's not too bad. Um, Accrington, surprisingly, well, maybe surprisingly, they're the favourites with pretty much every bookmaker to get relegated from League One this season at about five to four. Um, I think that's a bit harsh. I think they're actually going to survive. I think they'll survive, and I think they'll they'll finish kind of mid-table-ish. Yeah. Um, I, it's all because it's Accrington Stanley, just the same as Sunderland, because it's Sunderland. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, I mean, we're into our, what, kind of, this is our second full season. We've done about um, a season and a half before yeah. this. We have banged on about how you can capitalise on poor big teams and good small teams. That's where you can make serious money. Um, and I think this is another case of it, to yeah, be honest. Hackington Stanley, I have no doubt. I, d- I really right. don't think they're going to uh, get relegated at all. No. Um, other teams I do fancy to get relegated. We've got AFC Wimbledon. Uh, they've been dodging the drop for a few years now. Five to two for them to go down. Gillingham fifteen to eight, and I've got Wickham at eleven to eight. I see. See, I like Wickham. I think Wickham—they're always good for goals in both ends. Agreed. <laughs> um, but you know, they—they've always been there, haven't they? They've always been able to to hit the back of the net. They have. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I—I I think it's. I think that's uh, honestly a real lottery. Who's going to go down? Warsaw were my main one that I wanted to kind of get out there. Yeah. Um, everyone else, pretty tough. I'd probably say, same as you, I'd say Gillingham were the next obvious ones for me. Yeah. Um, it's As we've been saying, this league at both ends is wide open. It really is wide open. Yeah. Um, you know... Who knows what's going to happen? You'll probably see Walsall winning the league at the end of the year. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Peterborough will go down. Barnsley will go down. <laughs> yeah, Barnsley will go down. It's it's a crazy league. Championship has the reputation for being the most open league in in England, but wow, that League One is is for me the most open um, the most open league this season. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, looking at some individual fixtures for this weekend then, um, who would you like to look off? We kind of touched on both of these teams uh, not long ago at all. Accrington Stanley, their yeah. biggest ever game in terms of how high they've been in the football pyramid. Uh, they're at home to Gillingham, who we've just mentioned we believe will be at the wrong end of the league table. Uh, surely, you know, Accrington Stanley, who are they? There's going to be such a buzz around the club that they're in League One. They're at home. They're six to five at home to Gillingham. I, I just think that kind of party atmosphere will bring them three points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they'll win. I had them written down myself. Uh, not a bad price either. Five to four rate. It's not, it's not too bad. Gillingham should definitely lose that one. I really like the look of Rochdale um, away at Burton Albion. Actually, I've spoken about how I think Burton are going to be terrible this season especially at the beginning. They've got, as I said, seven first-team players were injured for last weekend's match um, against Cardiff in their final pre-season friendly. 
So all seven aren't going to be back for this weekend's game against Rochdale. And if some do come back, they're certainly not going to be fully fit, I'm sure. Rochdale on the nose is 5-2. to two. Great price. Double chance, 7-10. to 10. If you're a bit more risk-averse, then 7-10 to 10 is, is a nice price for Rochdale to either win or draw. Yeah, I, I like where you're coming at, um, especially the start of the season. We could we have seen, i.e., as we mentioned, Blackburn last year struggled at the start. Um, it can be a bit of a baptism of fire, and players and uh, managers can sometimes do have a little wake up call. Um, and a wake up call for Burton would be getting panned at home by Rochdale. <laughs> so I can see Absolutely. that happening. Um, I'm looking at Joey Barton. First game as the manager um, oh, in yeah. charge of Fleetwood. I can't wait uh, for this, by the way. Joey Barton is a manager. I can't wait for him to headbutt a ref or <laughs> just just do something completely <laughs> crazy. I mean, he's already gone and got Ched Evans in, which is the most Joey Barton thing you could possibly do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Fleetwood, 21-20 to 20 at home to AFC Wimbledon. Uh, Tom just mentioned that we don't expect too much from Wimbledon this season. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of motivating, I think Barton's going to have all the motivation in the world. Yeah. Um, I think I don't think he'll struggle to, you know, get the boys out of bed in the morning. Um, and I think, yeah, Fleetwood, for me, will will uh, win their opening game. Yeah, I think they'll do all right this season, to be fair. They've got good firepower in that squad. Chet Evans is going to get goals at this level. Paddy Madden, um, he's proven he's got goals at this level. They've just brought in a bit of experience in Dean Marnie. Um, Aging, yes, but he'll bring some experience to that side. Um, and I think I think they'll do pretty well. Better than people think, I think. Yeah, Dean Marnie's like a like a Duracell bunny, isn't he? <laughs> I, I've never... It's, I swear, I'm a football manager every year. His stamina's 20. <laughs> same as same now as it was when he was 17. Uh, great engine, and you need that in this league. So, yeah, yeah really shrewd signing by Barton. That. Um, Barnsley, home to Oxford at evens. I think they'll get hit the ground running. If Tom Bradshaw yeah. does go, that's that's a blow before this game. But as we've said, with Kiefer Moore in there, um, you know he's. Definitely got goals in him. Yeah, um, Oxford are you know they're no mugs. They're going to want to uh, they're going to want to challenge, aren't they? Whether they will or not, I don't know. You know, that, I think they have aspirations at the very least, don't they, to be at the right end? So yeah, not not easy, but yeah, Barnsley for me. Um, any more that float your boat? Not really. Um, I, f- I found a few both teams to scores. Yep. Um, I kind of revisited your trend of last year, uh, Coventry Scunthorpe. Uh, <laughs> I think I think you pick Scunthorpe about every week for about seven weeks in a row. And the rest, uh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, my God, it is nearly every week you pick them, and uh, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I seen they're away at Coventry. Um, yeah, Coventry, obviously a team that's been oh, they've had nothing to celebrate, have they? Now they do. They're in League One. They're you know just promoted. First game back, lost McNulty, which is a big big loss. loss. Big loss. Um, yeah, but I still think they'll at least score a goal. Um, I don't know how the game will go in terms of result, but I think you know I can definitely see both teams to score nineteen to twenty. That is. 
Yep, I can see that one. I love us gun thought both teams to score, as as you well know. Um, as as I do know. Let's move on then to League Two. Final league we're going to look at today. Uh, promotion for you. Three promotion spots automatically. Remember in this league. I actually think this league is really poor this year round. In terms of I was looking at the quality of teams in terms of the, isn't it? the overall quality. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great opportunity. The, you know the top teams that are fancied. And I was thinking about last year, the quality of the teams last year, Stanley, uh, Wickham, uh, those kind of teams like really stand out for me. Yeah. Um, this year, Luton. I was looking at the top sides. There's not a lot that I really, really fancy. Um, no. I've got MK Dons and Notts County as joint favourites. Do not fancy MK Dons at all, to right. be honest. Um Notts County, for me, should be favourites and favourites for a reason. Kevin Nolan, um, one of the most promising uh, young managers in the Football League, arguably. Uh, Kane Hemmings, uh, brought in, great signing. Dennis, 21 goals for Chesterfield last year as they were relegated to the conference. He's in. And David Vaughan, who, by all accounts, was still tearing it up for Forest last year, has moved across the River Trent to knots. Yeah. I think I'd be very side. surprised if they didn't get promoted by some method uh this season. Yeah, it is a great opportunity for Knotts County to get promoted and go one better than they did last season. Um after their playoff heartbreak. But yeah, completely agree with that one. Um sticking within Nottinghamshire, Mansfield are looking good to me. Um pre season results I know we say you can't always read too much into pre-season, but they've been fantastic. Uh, they beat Derby 3-1, beat Sheffield Wednesday 2-1, Man- uh, beat Rotherham 2-1, drew 0-0 with Sheffield United. Uh, an unbeaten pre-season against some really good clubs there. Yeah, um, you know, they've, they gave it a go last year, didn't they? Um, but they were, they were completely derailed by Steve Evans, weren't they? They were. Completely derailed. It yeah. looked so good until he decided to leave. Um, and it's it's not been easy, has it, for them? No. Um, to kind of pick up from there. Um, I, I agree, by the way. I am looking at Lincoln. I think Lincoln, this is a great opportunity for Lincoln to get promoted. Um very handy for most parts of the season last year. Um, they have signed a couple of decent players at this level. Uh, John Akinde's come in. Um, he's still only 28. Uh, obviously had a great season for Barnet last year um, in the conference. Yeah, Harry Toffolo from Millwall uh, was highly rated. Um, left on a free transfer to Lincoln, which is very surprising. Um, Michael O'Connor... Notts County, uh, basically Vaughan in, O'Connor out. O'Connor's no mug. Um, very good free signing. So for me, I think Lincoln with uh, the two young Crowley brothers, yeah. I think uh, they'll get promoted this year. They're two to one, any method. I think that's a that's a smart price. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, in terms of looking at 
the relegated teams, you fancy anything from any of them. You said you don't really like MK Dons. I don't think MK, MK Dons have got a bad squad, to be honest, for this level. Um, they put, took Paul Tisdale from Exeter, who knows this league like the back of his hand um, and has been successful with Exeter. I think they'll actually do all right, MK Dons. If they don't get in the playoffs, I'll be surprised. But uh, the other lot, I'm not so sure about. Oldham, Oldham, Berry. But honestly, this league is just riddled with poor teams. It re- it's a really bad league this year, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's not the best. Hopefully, the football's entertaining, but the quality is uh, is not there. Looking at the relegation picture, Grimsby and Morecambe have gone for, but that's mainly based off them being poor last season I, I couldn't tell you an awful lot about the recruitment um, whether that's been good or not but uh, it's it's tough yeah um, again I, I'm the same as you um, you know you look at Grimsby my god if the season went on for another two months they'd have gone down so comfortably oh yeah um, it ran out of games at the perfect time for them and they got away with it Um Macclesfield, for me, so their manager uh, was plucked from um, from under their noses by Shrewsbury. So Shrewsbury's manager, Hurst, Paul Hurst, went to Ipswich. Uh, Ash, Askey, his name is. Um, Askey was given the uh, Shrewsbury job. And I think that's a huge blow. You get promoted mm. and then the man at the helm leaves yeah and you kind of after you know the man that's been driving everything together all of a sudden kind of jump ship yeah and like you're already Macclesfield and Tranmere I mean you know we didn't expect too much from Forest Green last year and they you know they played well um, and they'd had a good season in the end but these two just strike me as teams that are really going to struggle I don't see them you know, using their momentum and propelling themselves into the top half. Maybe I'll be wrong, uh, but that's just my feeling. And I think losing your manager like that is is a, just a huge blow. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we just touched on Forest Green just there. Forest Green are 8-1 to one to get relegated as it stands. However, I think if they lose Christian Deutsch, they could very well lose their place in the Football League. Because that guy gets goals for fun at this level he is like Mr Forest Green um, if he goes it's been rumoured that he could go up to League One um, they'll be in big trouble that's a lot of goals that they, they'll really struggle to replace yeah um, you know when you're, when you're a team like Forest Green uh, you kind of have to take a bit of a risk on people don't you so you have to kind of take a risk on a striker who you know is further down the leagues or Maybe is out of favour somewhere and you think he's got yeah. something to offer. Um, recruitment is very different in the uh, in League Two and below. Uh, when you know, if Chelsea lose Maratta this summer, they go out and sign, you know, someone for fifty, sixty million that yeah. everyone's heard of, that everyone knows. Yeah. But it's just not the same in League Two. You just can't go and do that. So you know, they've stumbled across Deutsch. He's, he's turned out to be a great player at League Two level. And, yeah, you're right. If they lose him, where where do they go? Uh, he's obviously yeah. going to fetch a handsome fee, 
but Forest Green are still not the most desirable team in League Two to play for. So no, and yeah, it's near it's the a, end of the transfer window as well. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a nail biting time for uh, FGR fans for sure. Yeah, um, individual games quickly then on this one. I like the look of Mansfield at home to Newport, twenty to twenty-one. Um, all the reasons we've said previously, we really expect Mansfield to go well this season. Um, continue their really good pre-season form with a home win against Newport. Yeah, um, I like the look of Notts County. I do not think it's going to be easy. That's one thing I'll say. Colchester are no mugs. Yeah. Uh, but I think Notts County, you know, after their disappointing playoff campaign, they're coming back home where it ended last year as uh, promotion favourites with some new signings. And uh, they're ten to eleven at home to Colchester, who, you know, I couldn't tell you a thing about their recruitment. Really, they're just one of those teams, <laughs> aren't they? They just, they just exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think Notts County for me, they'll yeah. get that win. I'd agree. Um, beyond that, struggling a little bit. I don't know if you've got any more that you really like. Um, not really. Um, shout out to the. Uh, Exeter and Carlisle, uh, sorry, the Carlisle fans that travel down to Exeter for the opening game of the season. My God, <laughs> fingers crossed you can get a win on opening day. Um, but yeah, for me, I think is a, I think this league is going to take a while to form uh, yeah. because, as I said, I think it's a really poor standard. Yeah, and I'm not 100 percent sure where everyone's going to stand. Um, in all honesty. No, I completely agree, mate. Um, so shall we move on and uh, have a look at our first bomb-proof trebles of the season? Absolutely. So, this, guys, if you are brand new to the show, uh, this is the part that we put all of our research, all of our gut feeling, um, all of our knowledge into a treble. So we have a treble each. We call them our bomb-proof trebles. They are world-famous and this show has reached all four corners of the globe, and this is where we aim to bring you some profit. Tom, ladies first. You can go <laughs> first, my friend. Pick us your Football League 2018-19 season opening day bomb-proof treble. My treble, first one of the season is... Forest away at Bristol City at 9-5. to five. Mansfield at home to Newport at 20-21. to 21. And West Brom, minus one on the handicap, at home to Bolton. And that's 11-8. to eight. So £10 on those three pays 130 back. Oh my God. What a mammoth way to start off the season, Tom Pipkin. That would be big oh. if that came in. That'd be fantastic, but also not ridiculous either. No, absolutely not. Absolutely all, not ridiculous. All no. three teams harbour promotion ambitions here, so yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, so my bomb-proof trouble. Uh, three teams that will hopefully bring home the bacon this weekend. So we're going to start in League One. We're going to go for Joey Barton's Fleetwood Town. They're 21 to 20 at home to AFC Wimbledon. Continuing in League One, we're going to go for Accrington Stanley. 
six to five at home to Gillingham. And dropping down into League Two, we're going to go for Notts County. They're 10 to 11 at home to Colchester. So £10 on pays a handsome 86 back. That's good. That's a really good price. Good returns. Um, opening day, I think, has really helped you with your returns there. If this is yes, if this is week six, I don't think you'd get that good a price on those three teams. No, absolutely not. Especially Accrington. Yeah. Because uh, we ex- we expect them to do pretty well, right? So capitalize on the uh, on the six to five uh, early doors and. Yeah, fingers crossed they come in, Tommy P. That would be a handsome 200 boys if they uh, both came yeah. in. what a nice start to the season that would be. We won the first uh, bomb-proof treble of last season, so hopefully the form's on our side again and uh, we can grab one for this season. But as we say, it is unpredictable on opening day. The odds kind of reflect that. They're a lot more even in a lot of cases than you would expect usually when once you're you know, a third of the way into the season or whatever. Um, oh yeah we'll see we'll see I I like the look of these very much on paper yeah absolutely so fingers crossed they both come in Um, so if you have enjoyed the show guys um, you can keep in touch with us beyond uh, listening to the podcast the best way to get at us is on Twitter T underscore FB podcast is our handle Um. We share football news, we share football memes, we talk about bets, general football chat. It's always a good place to be. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. And you can also email us with any uh, inquiries you have or suggestions for the show, uh, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Please do get in touch with us, guys. We'd love to hear from you. So final thing really is fantasy football. Um, last season, I beat Tom, so I'm currently the reigning champ. Not only did I beat you, Tom, in uh, Premier League fantasy football with my storming late run and beat you on the final day, I also beat you on World Cup fantasy football where you came absolutely rock bottom of the entire league. So uh... <laughs> I, I didn't even check it. I didn't yeah, even yeah, check yeah. It. Here come the excuses. I didn't even check it. Um, <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't even check that one the Premier League one you beat me fair and square and it really pissed me off but the uh, I'm not having a World Cup one because I I didn't I didn't even check it right so okay this um, year this year I will I will have my crown <laughs> so if you did join the league last season there are 53 of you I think it was that joined so thanks for joining um, you'll remain in the league. It's exactly the same league as we uh, started up last season, so nothing that you need to do there. If you are new, um, you weren't in the league last season, we'll put the code to join the league in the podcast description and also put it on social media so you can get joining. There is a £20 uh, prize for the winner. Last year it went to Niall McNally, unfortunately didn't win anything with his free bet. But um... No, <laughs> Niall, abso- Niall absolutely threw it all over uh, some World Cup bet but yeah please do join the Fantasy Football League guys £20 for your bet for the winner it's a good bit of fun yeah for sure and uh, Football League this weekend and after the big boys back Um, so we'll be doing a Premier League preview Premier League preview (laughs) programme 
Get it out. <laughs> Premier League preview program podcast. Uh, <laughs> that that will be happening uh, next week. So, uh, football leagues turn to shine, and then we'll do a full Premier League uh, preview uh, next week as well. So, fingers crossed. We do that already with some money in the kitty. Absolutely. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed our preview. Let us know on social media your predictions for the season, if you agree with us and disagree with us, whatever. And um, we just love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Take care.